Welcome to Moving the Needle, casual conversations about ways, big and small, to impact student learning. Brought to you by the Faculty Center for Teaching and Learning at the University of Maryland, Baltimore. I'm Erin Hager. Let's move the needle. Welcome back to Moving the Needle. We're closing out 2023 with an introduction to UMB's new director for the Faculty Center for Teaching and Learning, Dr. Saul Roberts-Lieb. Saul joined the FCTL in September, and now that he's had a couple of months to get his feet under him in this new role, we wanted to bring him on to talk about his career journey, his thoughts about the role CTLs play in higher education, and specifically what CTLs look like in specialized universities like UMB. Dr. Saul Roberts-Lieb most recently served as the Director of Faculty Development at the Carl Illinois College of Medicine. Before that, He was the Associate Director for Pedagogy Strategy at the Center for Innovation in Teaching and Learning at the University of Illinois. In these roles, Saul was at the forefront of faculty development and evidence-based teaching practices, collaborating closely with faculty and staff to devise innovative strategies for student engagement and enhancements in educational learning environments. Saul's educational background includes a doctorate in educational policy and organizational leadership from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, with a specialization in differentiated instruction and organizational change. He currently lives in Bloomington, Illinois with his wife and two daughters, and they will be making a permanent move to Baltimore later this summer. Saul, welcome to Moving the Needle and welcome to UMB. How are you today? I am doing well. Thank you for having me and I'm glad to be here at UMB. Oh, wow. We're excited to talk to you today. And I thought we would just start by having you tell us a little bit about your professional path and how that path brought you here. Absolutely. It's one of those things that people don't say, when I grow up, I want to be a faculty developer. It's not one of those things. For me, I wanted to be a high school chemistry teacher. And I went from being wanting to be a high school chemistry teacher to being involved in technology and um, just working through what is technology, where are the people, but this thing in my heart kept saying, I want to teach, I want to teach. And then just going through working in the public sector, then working at the University of Illinois, and I didn't realize what that was. And while it was, I wanted to teach, it was more, I wanted to help other people to teach better. Because I realized the great teachers I had in my life, and that's what I wanted to do, was help them to be good teachers. And through just experiences, working at med school, and then having that and looking for what was next for me and where could I help others and grow led me to this opportunity and just excited to to be here. Oh, that's great. Well, what is it about Centers for Teaching and Learning that excites you? I think Centers for Teaching and Learning have a very unique role and a very unique responsibility and, and opportunity. Because it's not about teaching subject matter in a, in a school or a program, it's really having a relational impact. And that excites me that we're talking about relations and how to help faculty, staff, students to get where they want to be. And it's a lot of listening and it's a lot of just figuring it out. And being in the center, we have great leadership here at UMB that empowers us to try new things. And with having the different schools that we have, our center can do many different things. And we can reach out and find out what are the needs of each of our schools? How can we help them? And what are those commonalities? And I think for me, it's really exciting because nothing is set in stone right now. And we're kind of in, you know, liquid jello. 
It's not in the fridge yet. So lots of different ways that we can do it. So it just excites me for possibilities. Yeah. Um, just getting a little more specific, uh, what are some of those possibilities right now that, uh, that have caught your eye? I'll start in the scholarship aspect. With UMB being a very professional and technical and science-driven campus, it is well known for its uh, science research and its clinical research. And one of the areas of growth is educational research. And a center for teaching and learning has that expertise and can help our schools, what are the things we're doing in the classroom? However you define the classroom, is it brick and mortar? Is it bedside? Is it chair side? Is it in the community? And I think that's a great way to show the work that our faculty are doing in many different fields and how they're improving teaching. And what teaching was 10 years ago isn't what it is now. And so what does that scholarship say that's out there, but also how can we contribute to the scholarship of teaching and learning? So that's one piece that's excited for me. The other part that's really exciting to me is with our seven schools and different programs, it's how can we share resources? How can we get the expertise that are in each of the schools to other schools or programs? And I think the uh, FCTL can be a great uh, conduit for that. And we don't have to be the subject matter experts in everything. Maybe there is someone in the school of pharmacy who is doing this new technique that would work in social work. And we can be that conduit. So that that's exciting. And then just growing together and growing through this teaching. How do students play into this? As a center, are we more focused on faculty development? Or are we fact, uh, focused on students' output is and how the students meet their goals? And I think, that, I think that's ways just to think and co uh, collaborate. And I've been talking about the schools, but also talking about LEAPS. And the LEAPS program is great. And how can our FCTL work with LEAPS to put into practice some of their ideas and goals? Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned a little bit about our unique context here at UMB being a health and human service focused uh, university for graduate students. Um, you come from uh, your most recent experiences at a medical school. And I'm wondering, how do you think the role of a CTL is different in a health and human services professions institution? How are the faculty needs different um, at a place like UMB compared to, say, your traditional uh, four-year undergraduate institution? I think there's lots of differences. So when I was at the University of Illinois, we had our Center for Innovation and Teaching and Learning that was across campus. And then some of the schools also did their own thing. So in the College of Medicine, I was mostly responsible for all the faculty development in that, in that school. And I didn't have a lot of other resources. I could reach out to campus, but it wasn't specific to the needs of the med school. There was the basic, which I think is great. And there's also this thing that's very different called undergrads. And at UMB, we have very few, only in our one program. And it's very different when you're looking at what is the time available for professional students and uh, graduate students? What does that look like? How does accreditation come into play? One of the uniquenesses that we have at UMB is each of our schools are very focused on their mission, their vision, and their goals. And they're great in those areas. And for a traditional FCTL, it's not like that. It's how do you have that overall experience for the students who are in very different colleges and programs taking courses? 
We're here. Part of the goal of the job of the FCTL is to say, what is going on in each of those schools? How can we help? And how can we take that expertise and leverage it for other schools and other programs? So I think it gives us unique opportunities in the world to do this, but also some very, very smart people who are doing great things already and having an FCTL or a CTL to help uh, use their skills for everyone, I think is great. So you've been here now for about three months. Uh, So you're still, I know, navigating your way and and meeting lots of people and uh, getting accustomed to the nooks and crannies of our institution. But at this point, how would you describe UMB's strengths uh, and opportunities, specifically as they relate to faculty development? I think one of the biggest strengths, and I saw it almost on day one, is this university, UMB, lives its mission. It lives its values and it lives its statements. Unlike what I've seen in other places, they're not just words on a wall. This is who we are, this is what we do, and this is how we're going to help our students, our faculty, our greater area, but also the West Baltimore area. And it's great to see that kind of reinforcement in every single thing that we do. So that is wonderful, and that really leads into faculty development, and it gives us opportunities to say, how does this support our strategic plan? How does this help our students and our communities in the West Baltimore and greater area? And I haven't seen that in as many places. So for me, it's everybody is around that same mindset. So it's open to say, you know what? What I've done for all these years may not necessarily be the best way, and I want to learn. I want to improve my teaching. And there's been an emphasis lately that I've seen on how do we get teaching to be as recognized and as valuable as the other jobs and responsibilities of faculty. And seeing that strength and support from the leadership is wonderful to me. And I think it's going to be great for us on moving forward and working with everybody on how do we do the best faculty development we can. Um, so in your vision... What does it look like to have a thriving faculty center for teaching and learning that's truly responsive to faculty needs? I think that's a great question. And I was once asked, Saul, can you tell me the ideal organizational chart for uh, an IT center where I used to work? And I said, I can't because I don't think there's a such thing as a perfect org chart or a perfect way of doing things. For me, it's about the relationships. Do we have people coming and saying, Hey, Saul, hey, Aaron, hey, to anyone in our unit, we're thinking about doing this and we want your help. And to me, that's what a thriving FCTL is. It's not, oh, we're in trouble. Can you help us now? Or can you just do this in Blackboard for us? It's this partnership. And it's really growing to think holistically beyond what is considered traditional faculty development. And it's thinking about collaboration. It's thinking about scholarship with us, partnership. And that's what I'm really excited for is to see this growth of from day one saying, how can we help? You know, FCTL, we want your expertise in this. And that's what I think is our best opportunity and what I want to see in the future. And in your experience, you know, since the FCTL is new on campus, how would you describe kind of the traditional FCTL historically? So there's basically two models of a traditional FCTL. There is one that is more in your instructional design. It's how do I help you build your course? 
And that's from uploading it into a learning management system such as Blackboard. It could be some of the more traditional as well as how do your assignments look? How do things like that? And that's what they do. Uh, maybe they're monitoring online class chats. Maybe they're taking support calls from students and helping when things aren't working right. The other is the more faculty development side, where it's we're going to do traditional workshops. We're going to offer them certain times of the month. People are going to come and learn how to do. This is how do you write good learning objectives. This is how you write good multiple choice questions. And those are valuable skills. And I think that is the traditional model, whereas for us, we are looking at beyond that. How can we, in the activities that we're doing, put faculty development in there? And kind of to use your word, Aaron, stealth faculty development. You know, how do we make it real? So if somebody is creating a course and we're working with them, we can talk about learning objectives, but also what makes a good learning objective at the time that they need it. And that's really what we're trying to do is infuse this wherever we can. Instead of saying they will come to us, it's we are coming to you and bringing those skills to you. And it sounds like your vision includes working in partnership with deans, provost office, uh, leaders within the schools themselves. Absolutely. We can't come to a school and say, this is what you need to be better. That makes no sense. We have to see what is the context that they're working in, what is their framework, and how can we take our knowledge of current practices and of literature and education and infuse that with them so we're growing together, not just putting down, this is the way you have to do it. Yeah. As you've been doing your listening tour um, with the different schools, what kinds of topics and questions are coming up? What are you, what kinds of themes are you noticing in these conversations about how the FCTL might plug in? It's interesting. I've been talking maybe at 50 people at this point, it's been growing. And one of the things is there's an FCTL. What does that do? Uh, is that just part of the grad school? And what I say is, no, this is some of the services that we provide and also, we're not part just part of the grad school. We're part of UMB, and we're a service for everybody. So that's one of the things they're trying to bring out, that all the schools, grants, you know, contracts, those type of things, we can help with that. So I think the communication of who we are and what we are is big. The other that I'm hearing is I want to collaborate more with other people, either interdisciplinary research, interdisciplinary teaching, uh, interprofessional education, how do we come across from each of the schools and, and, and leverage what we have? And that goes not only for teaching skills, but also technologies that we use, approaches that we use. Can we streamline some of the tools and have one or two in certain cases instead of everyone doing what they thought was best in their environments and coming up with things that may work even better? So what, one of the things that has just really, really made me excited is every single person I've talked to said, we want to work with you. We want to collaborate. We want to grow. And that's just been exciting to me. Well, as you think about Centers for Teaching and Learning in the future um, and here at UMB, what do you think is, is moving the needle? What's on the cutting edge of Faculty Centers for Teaching and Learning right now? What should we have our eyes on? There's so many things that are going on. I think one is, what is the value of education 
if we think really outside the box. It is coming up more and more with the increasing price of tuition, with uh, political rhetoric, with just the sentiment. Why is higher ed valuable? And what FCTLs or CTLs can do is work and show that education is a science. It is an art. And the skills that you're learning is more than just the content that's being provided. It's how do you interact with people? What is leadership? What is followership? And how are you helped throughout that? So we have our coaching program that Aaron, you're a part of, and uh, Dr. Michelle Pierce is leading. And that's wonderful. And that's a skill. And this is what we're trying to get to is how do these apply to outside of education? When somebody graduates, yes, they may have a degree in medicine. What are the other skills that they got along the way? And I think that's where centers really need to focus. And also one of the big issues is faculty well-being, staff well-being, student well-being. Um, a good friend of mine once said that we're at a stage where no amount of yoga or essential oils is going to fix this. And FCTLs can help and say, what are we doing? What are the things that can make thing, make teaching easier? What can reduce some of your um, administrative overhead? And how can we help you to feel better about your teaching experience, about your scholarship? How can we, in scholarship, how can we break things into smaller chunks and show you how to do that to help with your goals? So I think there's lots of ways and it's just so much more beyond just saying we're going to do a workshop or we're going to help build a course. And it's really getting into relational aspects and helping to find out how we can help all the schools, all the faculty flourish. I like to use that word because flourishing means different things to different people. And that's really what we want to do is help everybody to flourish in their teaching, in their service, in their clinical practice, their scholarly activity, and where can we fit in? So that's, that's really where I'm excited about as well. Yeah, that is exciting. It's exciting to be at this um, moment in the trajectory of our Center for Teaching and Learning here at UMB and to uh, invite everyone to uh, to be a part of what we're doing and uh, and help inform where we're going. Saul, is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with before we wrap up and thank you for your time today? I would just do a quick shameless plug that says the FCTL is here to help everyone here at UMB. Reach out to us. Go to our website. We'd love to partner with you and see how we can help advance your goals and the university's goals in the future. That's great. Well, again, welcome to UMB. We are so excited that you're here. Uh, it's going to be so exciting to see how the FCTL evolves over the next year or so. And we hope you'll come back and, and give us a, a look at things in the future so we can see how things have grown. I look forward to it. And thank you for having me on today. That was my pleasure. Thank you for joining us today on Moving the Needle. Visit us at umaryland.edu slash fctl to hear additional episodes, leave us feedback, or suggest future topics. We'd love to hear from you.